Wandeer is back again with something guaranteed to make your life just a little bit easier. You thought they had everything covered with the instant classic Wandeer S10 and under? Well, you couldn't be more wrong. The wise people at Wandeer know your child even better than you do. They're aware that as little Jimmy's brain grows and develops, he's going to stop wanting to play the mow the yard game. Eventually, he's going to get bored and lazy. Luckily, the adult product engineers at Wandeer are experienced at outsmarting children of all ages. Trust us, we hired the majority of them away from Hasbro and Mattel. With that in mind, on sale now at all Wandeer locations is the amazing, brand new, S11 and over all yard ATV. The men and women at Wandeer have taken your child's TikTok corrupted attention span into account with this fabulous new children's riding lawnmower. The S11 and over is totally customizable. You can slap on some of the free Wandeer stickers that are included and have little Lance or Karen feeling like a big X Games star as they ride around the yard, naively doing good old dad's yard work for him for at least a couple more summers. This allows you to continue propping your feet up with your favorite cold beverage on Saturday and catching every minute of the game. Still equipped with all of the safety features that you've come to expect and rely on, Juan Deere has broken the mold again with the S11 and over all yard ATV. Just tell them, put away that homework for now, kids. It's time for you to head outside for some fresh air and fun. Then you relax, pat yourself on the back, and let your kids take care of the mowing for you. Find it now, just in time for spring, at all authorized Juan Deere dealers. Oh, here we go again. Hey everybody, what's going on? It's your dads again, your online daddies. Oh no, no, it's your online in-laws, your digital daddies. Yeah. And we are going to share some wisdom with you again. We're here back, back again, check it direct. I say that too many times. I have to come up with my own little daddy yeah. rap. Yeah, dad rap. Uh, it's it's uh, all you, man. <laughs> it's Corey and Dan. Hey, Dan. Hey, what's up? Oh, you know, just living that good life, rolling around in that podcast money. Yep. So we're going to share some more wisdom with you. We're going to give you that daddy juice. Again. Again. <laughs> spraying you with the daddy juice. Uh, it's uh, your two dads. I don't know if I mentioned that or not. Maybe I did. I got a sh bad short-term memory, as our, our repeat guests will remember. Because I talk about it a lot because I forget it every time I say it. Yeah. We're going to talk today about something that I have, maybe more than you, maybe not, been experiencing lately. And that is the, the baby's trying to train me. Yeah. Oh yeah, you. So you you speak you speak with a, a firmness that lets me know that you have some experience in this, and that's good. That's I'm glad that we are able to you know move on to older and older topics. Yeah, <laughs> uh, actually, it actually does allow the podcast to grow because we'll be talking about more stuff as they get older. Yeah. So he's he's doing this thing, and I say this thing, but it's it's really lots of things that he's doing. It reminds me of the dog. The dog tries to train me too. He does this get up and run to the door thing every time I make even the slightest move to the door. Yep. Trying to get me to, to go outside. Mm -hmm. And now Jack is quite a bit more overt. He will literally take my hand and take me to his shoes and say, shoe. Then he will go to his jacket and point at it and cry until I put him on him. 
And then he will take my hand to the door, to the front door, and he will cry until I open it. Yep. And then he'll cry until we go outside. Yep. I get, I call it training me. I don't know what else you could call it. Someone smarter is going to have something. Someone at home is like, that's not training you, dude, dummy. That's da-da-da. Yeah. But, but that's what we yeah. feel like we're being, we're, we're being, being trained. Yeah, that's what it feels like. And just so you know, it's been going on since he, he was born. <laughs> You've been being trained. I think you mentioned something about that in an earlier episode where I, I he was like, Doing something, <laughs> they're all, as soon as they're born, they're yeah. training you. Yeah, exactly. It's something where he would cry at a certain time or in a certain way, and you you had mentioned that it was about him already starting to train me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's he's gotten a, a bit more obvious about it, and it it was obvious enough that I thought, hey, let's talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Sometimes, honestly, it's hard to find a topic because <laughs> it. Nothing necessarily has to change week to week. I have failed to write many times. I have failed to write down a good a topic idea. I'm trying to get better at that. Yeah, but it's, I, I usually think of them when at the worst time when I can't stop even just for a minute to write it down. <laughs> like I'm like my hands aren't free or whatever and at work or something, and I just can't. And I and then by the time I get done doing what I'm doing, I'm like, what was that again? Yeah, damn it. <laughs> Uh, the, the best I've been able to do is to get a an app on my phone that allows me to make notes. Mm-hmm. But even then, the ideas come to me in the shower. Yeah, and you or, can't have your or, phone you know, whatever. So I'm a little bit short on ideas from time to time. And, and this one came at, a, at an opportune moment. I say that really when it's annoying as fuck. But it's it gives us content. And that's really what it, it's all about. Is it, If my life is going to be hard, hopefully I can I can take that and turn it into content for the, for the good listeners. For our, you know, it's really hard to put a number on it. I say that in a, in a half joking manner, but people listen to like one episode and then four weeks later, they listen to another episode. So it, I can't even look at episode five and say, okay, that many people listen to that, that episode. So we have that many listeners. Yeah. Because that's just, you know, that's not, that's an incomplete number. Yeah. So, you know, whatever our listener number is, we uh, hope that they are getting a lot of out of our content yeah. and i think that uh, sadness and depression and <laughs> frustration tends to bring more entertaining content and that's really what this is making it's making me really frustrated really sad and really depressed because he's just so much smarter than me and he's learning so fast that it makes me feel dumb but i've kind of given a, a preamble and intro to our to our topic today our daddy issue if i didn't mention that before and I, I tried to give you the time to, to improvise some, some stuff to talk about because life caught up to us and the note taking on this particular episode was a little bit sparse. So hopefully I've, I've prattled on enough to give you time yeah, to, to, to get your thoughts together. So what do you have for our, our good listeners? Our, uh, we, need, we need a name. What Didn't we have a name for the dad? I, I was using dad league. That's very generic and, and uninspiring. Didn't have no, you know, zing to it. The um, dadniverse. The dadniverse. I don't know. <laughs> Let the dadniverse hear your thoughts on your baby training you. Well, like I've already said, it's it, it happens as soon as they're born because you, you know, you're being trained on diaper schedule. Well, not really a schedule on diaper change, but a feeding schedule and a sleeping schedule, and you, you know, you're they're training you on that, and then you know they're constantly even from day one they're training you in patience 
because as a new if you if you're if you don't already have kids and this is your first child like it is ours you have probably not minimal patience but you don't have I have more patience now than I did before she was born I can tell you that right now but yeah they 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 make you patient they give you that ability to you know and of course everybody has limits but they're always training you even now like my daughter you talked about your son wanting to go outside well my daughter does that too as soon as she gets up from her nap go outside and go slide because we have a little like one of those little swing sets with a little plastic slide on the end and she just loves to go down the slide or go outside and then when we get outside she'll ignore it and want to kick her ball around back and forth which is cool because that reminds me of throwing throwing or playing catch with my dad She's not at quite at that age yet, but we, at least we can kick the ball back and forth, and she's pretty getting pretty good. And um, but yeah, she's training me there, and then the whole I'm trying to think of that that was the main one, but just the like her just her routine. If I don't if I'm not doing something right, she's kind of got to that point where hey, this is what we're this is what me and mom do in the morning, and sometimes she'll tell me you know which I'm I'm getting used to that, but um, <laughs> or I'm already used to her routine. Don't get me wrong, but. It's just, you know, if I, whatever, but she'll, you know, she tells, she lets me know, hey, I want chocolate milk in the morning or I want juice or she'll tell me, hey, and she's training me. Okay. Hey, get up and go do it kind of thing. Even that could be even a future dad thing too. If you want to look at it that way, they're, they're going to always be training you until you're in the empty nest stage, quote unquote, at that point when they're on their own. It's going to be different phases of them trying to hide it. Yeah. It will be about whether they're overt at, you know, at this age, not really hiding the fact that they're training you to do what they want, how they want it. Uh, or as a teenager where they try to like, they may think or they may actually be like manipulative, manipulative enough to, to train you in, you know, other ways at that point mm -hmm. through lying or, or whatever. whatever. Another thing I thought of real quick is she's like, sometimes she'll get up. I've mentioned on here, she likes those applesauce packets or whatever. She'll get up. She'll come up to me and say, she'll point to the fridge and say apple and then take my hand and bring me to the fridge to help her get one because sometimes the drawer's heavy for her, so I have to open it, but she'll do that. That's one. Of, that's another thing, like the apple or the chips or something, or snacks usually is what it is, but yeah, the food, she likes her, she, well, she doesn't like everything, but she likes what she likes. And, and she wants it when yeah, she wants it. Yeah. I think if Jackson's pretty independent. I think if he could open doors himself or if I allowed him to access the kitchen chairs that he would just do these things on his own yeah because half of it is him taking me to the front door him taking me to the bedroom asking me to let him into these different places or let him out mm -hmm. outside and if he could just turn the knob himself then he'd probably be content to leave me sitting there oh yeah she can she does the front door we have one of those things on the inside that you have to like get it in the right, you know, hit the doorknob. It's got holes on the side and that's how you open it. But if we're all sitting outside and she forgets something inside, she can reach up and turn it. She can't, like we do, she can't do it, but she'll grab it like over it and turn it and she opens the door so she can do that. She can turn on our light switches are kind of low, like in her bedroom every night. That's a routine where she'll go in and flip on the switch and you know, the lights come on and she thinks it's cool, which I think is kind of funny. She laughs. Yeah, I did it. You know, like an accomplishment. But, you yeah, know, but Jackson was standing little, there little wins. on, off, on, <laughs> off, flicking it back and forth. Like saying the words on and off. Yeah. And flicking it back and forth. When they do the simplest things, mm -hmm. it's so cute. Yeah. You see on TV and, and whatever that 
the new parents are sharing just every picture they take and mm -hmm. talking about the simplest things. And if you're not a parent, you're like, oh, God, that's so annoying. But when you are a parent and they're doing those things, it's like, like yeah. did you see this? Yeah. Did you look at this? This is just mm -hmm. so, this is, oh, my God. And and when you, you see other kids or other parents sharing the same things, you, you get like a similar feeling from it. Mm -hmm. It's it's a secondhand high or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think that Jackson is obviously, it, you know, I don't think that he looks at it as training me. I think, you know, no, he, he's it just, is an unconscious yeah. thing. Yeah, he's just doing what he wants to do and the way he knows how to do it is to get you to help him. Yeah, it's really a, a lot of crying. His biggest tactic in my training regimen <laughs> is or his biggest form of communication is to cry he will let me know if i made the wrong turn if i grabbed the wrong item if i'm not doing something fast enough whatever it is he will let me know with it with a good yell and a cry yep i was hoping does he re does he repeat like what, what you want yet like if you if you're not getting his favorite car or something does he scream and point car 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 as you're going to get it or so, find it or look for it particular things he will like bananas he will he knows to say nana yeah and when he wants a banana he will go in there and scream that again and again and again okay so i imagine that it will spread out to mm -hmm. other things oh it does fun times no ahead. yeah fun times gloria doesn't understand and she doesn't listen to this podcast <laughs> but she doesn't understand being around him all the time like it just affects you differently in so many different ways as far as dealing with things and how you deal with things and how you react to things and how stressed out you are yeah I've, i'm i still someday most days struggle with that too where i work and that's an area i need to improve on too but yeah i, I look at you as, um, as being similar to how it would be with me or how it was with me because i was working for a while when he was you know younger when we had a babysitter it had been a long day seemingly every time i worked mm -hmm. and then i would have to come home and even if it was right before bedtime because i would work second shift he would sometimes still have an incredible amount of energy mm -hmm. and still want you know all of my attention and i am psychologically weak <laughs> for lack of, of a better way to describe it and i just don't always have that mm -hmm. so that you know that is a different a different way of looking at it from the same perspective look because it, you know i did it both ways i did you know i had that lack of energy from a long after a long day at work and then nowadays i have a it's not every day because sometimes i you know i'm good to go sometimes i right. slept enough or whatever yeah. and, and i'm able to keep up but there's other times where usually times where we are stuck inside due to weather or whatever that by the time she gets home I'm just done tapping out. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, okay, love you, glad to see you. Take over. I'm going downstairs, and she's honestly really cool about that. Much, she's much much better at it than I am. After a long day of work for her, she comes home. We've gotten totally off topic, but it's whatever. Whatever. After a long day of work, she comes home and she's still very excited to see him and very happy to spend time with him. Oh yeah, and still ninety percent of the time uh, happy to to even cook dinner. And I think that a large part of that is because she was raised in a restaurant. And the other part of it is I do literally everything else around the house. I do, you know, the laundry, the, the dishes. And, and not to say that I, that uh, she does, that I do all of it all the time, but I do all of it most of the time. 
And so I think it's easier for her to justify struggling through dinner if she's tired when she knows that I did the laundry and the dishes throughout the day while I was watching him. Yeah. It's uh, it's turned into a pretty fair trade-off, and I have no complaints overall or even, you know, sparingly. She picks up where I let off and, and vice versa. So it, it's a pretty good give and take. But to bring it back around to training <laughs> <laughs> after that long that long break, I think that, man, this one, this was one of those that you may, it may be a good listen. Yeah. But it was really just a vent. Yeah, a little bit. It was almost more of a grind my gears. Meh. It but Because once you realize there, there comes a point when you're like, damn it, this little bastard or this whatever is training me. You know, they're like using the topic came to you and whatever. But yeah, there's a point in time. I mean, like I said, it, it happens from day one, whether you realize it or not. You, you look back and say, yep, that's when it happened. But yeah, when you finally realize it, you're like, shit, you know, and it, there's nothing you can do because you they can't take care of themselves. It's it's kind of like their way of making you grow the, grow the hell up or whatever if you're not. Yeah, it, it sucks, too, because they want things that sometimes he wants things that are a good idea. Yeah. Uh, like a banana. Yeah. Or if it's pretty outside, like it's a good idea to let yeah. him go outside. Some, but yeah. I can't, I can't let him think that him doing this certain thing is going to get everything he wants well, every yeah. time. So it's, it's a matter of trying to decide, okay, he wants to go outside. He's just ate lunch and it's pretty and we need to go, but he's trying to drag me out there right now. So I can't give in. I have to wait however long until he is doing something else or or whatever until he gives me a sign that me leading the way outside now becomes my idea <laughs> as opposed to his idea. So there's a there's that I don't know if you want to call it a battle, but there's that discussion in my head, that barrier to get around after even after you realize because it wasn't immediate that I learned this was happening. I thought about it maybe going on early on where you know where we talked about it. I don't know, however long ago. And then I guess I forgot about it. Uh, kind of like all time low. <laughs> <laughs> and then when it started happening again, it was going on for a little bit before I realized that it, that's what was going on. Mm -hmm. And then it became something that was annoying and something <laughs> that like waffled back and forth between a daddy issue and, and, and a grind my gears. And I think really it, it is more of a daddy issue because now that I realize what's going on, it's less of something that annoys me and more of something that you really do have to figure out and try to learn techniques, learn how they're going to be and, and how they are going to take your <laughs> refusals or, or, you know, whatever the case may be, you have mm -hmm. to figure out a way to, to navigate this yep. correctly. Because if you give in every single time, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. They're going to learn that crying gets them what they want. Yep. And I've made an extra effort to let him know that crying is not the key to open all doors. Mm -hmm. Sometimes literally, because yeah. he'll be trying to get in through a door yeah. and crying. And I'll be like, no, no, that's not, that's not yeah. what we're doing right now. Well, there's like, if, if it's something like, for instance, the crying thing to get what you want, if, if she wants something and it's three steps in front of her and she's screaming for it, I'm like, no. You're going to go get it. If you want it that bad, go pick it up. And I'll sit there and I won't get it. And I'll let her scream and, you know, or not scream till 
whatever ear piercing scream, but I'll, I'll eventually, but yeah, but eventually she'll either move on to something else or she'll want it that bad and go get it. Like, but if it's something like that, she can't reach in the fridge, obviously I'm going to go get it for her. But if she's a quote unquote allowed to have it, but yeah, I'm not going to like vodka. We'll we'll know. Whipped cream. (laughs) Like something on the shelf, like a cookie that she can't reach. Champagne. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's times where you have to just, you kind of have to step in and be the, be the boss and show kind of who's, who's the boss and who's alpha. Like you gotta know, you can't. Sometimes can. you have to apply yeah. the Spartan kick. That's right. You have to say, stop fucking crying. <laughs> kick them across the room. And yeah, you kick them in the direction of, of something soft to land on, but you kick them hard. You kick them <laughs> firm with the heel of your foot straight in the chest. <laughs> and if you hear a, a crack as they fly across the room, you know what that means? That means they learned a fucking lesson. <laughs> and they learned that that's, that crying shit ain't going to get them what they want. That's right. He will learn. She will. Don't kick a girl. Don't. don't. No. These are When I say these things, people. <clears throat> it applies uh, to boys. Yeah, it applies to boys. Yeah. Dan is not giving you advice on. He's not. He's not. Abdi- I don't. I was about to say. I'm not applying word. your lessons into my. Yeah. yeah and he's not. He's not routine. saying that he supports or or is against anything that I'm I'm saying at any particular time. It's like those, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm blanking on it, but it's basically like when a show is on, okay, so Joe Rogan's really controversial. Well, I'm sure that whatever, if it's serious or iHeartRadio or whatever he's on, I'm Spotify. sure they have a thing. Okay, Spotify, whatever it is. I'm sure that they have a thing somewhere that says we do not necessarily agree with everything that he says. Yeah. So, you know, but we support his right to say it yeah that's basically you yeah you're not saying feed your kid bleach no. but you're not saying don't do it either hey because so, it's my prerogative it's my i'm not gonna tell you how to raise your kids yeah yeah i'm hey. gonna tell you it worked for me and if you want to apply it to your life help yourself yes. if not, that's, help yourself that's, that's just the podcast in a nutshell he's just he's just saying you do you and then and then tell me about it yeah and if it works great then and then maybe i incorporate it and, and if maybe, it didn't yeah. work then I'm not going to incorporate it. And no. so far... And if it didn't, well, no. I'm not even going to say that. Go ahead. <laughs> and so far, he is he is yet to incorporate any of my ideas. Well, that's because I have a girl. If I had a boy, maybe. Well, I'm, th- some of them maybe would apply more to a woman. Like the, the bleach, I think that a girl could drink. Okay, I, I, let me stop right there because it turns out that children shouldn't drink even a little bit of bleach. No. Who knew? <clears throat> yeah. You know, this is one of those things. Today I learned, you know, whatever. <laughs> Uh, but I think that the less physical, uh, physically abusive things, a girl might could might could learn from. I'm blanking on any that I've come up with so far that you could apply, which is probably why you haven't done it yet. Yeah, I mean, one, you know, there will come a time eventually where I will say, "Hey, now this week we're going to try this, be it solitary confinement <laughs> or uh, whatever the case may be." That you will say, "Hey, that's I'm going to try that one." <laughs> But we just haven't reached that point yet. Yeah. I think that, for lack of a, a better way of saying it, that's uh, that's your that's your own personal future dad. <laughs> In the future, maybe one day you'll find something I do that that works for her. Yeah. And and when that day comes, uh, I eagerly await the <laughs> story that you have to share and, and how it benefited you and how you were able to get Libby to agree to try it in the first place. Yeah. I pretty much blew my load on on the daddy issue today. I just covered it in daddy juice. Well, we, we talked about it, then we went somewhere yeah. fun, 
and then we came back to it and went somewhere else and you know we, we were all over that like it, it happens yeah we were like ants on a on a map with that but really it was just a matter of spewing forth one of those uh one of those things we all deal with and one of those things that's not necessarily a, a grind my gears but that it is yeah one you got to deal with in your own special way if nothing else it's one of those things where you don't necessarily need patience. I mean, it, it, like you do as in all things with a child. But the answer to this isn't just be patient. The answer is, by and large, don't let your fucking kid train you. <laughs> you know, they're going to try. But and sometimes it will turn out that they want something that only you can do. But you have to be really careful not to let them learn inadvertently that tears and and whatever even cute giggles and, and taking me by the hand yeah will get them what they want mm -hmm. so don't let your baby train you <laughs> train them you're yeah. the you're the alpha and they're the they're the either the beta or the charlie whatever <laughs> yeah whatever your family maybe your wife is in in the picture maybe she's not but one or the other you're you're the one that does the training just keep that in mind <laughs> And when they want food, yeah, you give it to them. But when they want something else, like to a, a ball that's across the room, fucking go get it yourself. Yeah. So we talked about that for fucking the entire time. Hey, it's all good. Dan, you got your then and now. You got your <clears throat> tree tees on the state of music today. Yes. You are going to let us know how you went this week between music back in our day, put up against music from closer to, to today. today. Yeah. For all intents and purposes, today. Yeah, pretty much. So who's who was the highest ranking rock acts of your then and now? Okay, so in, in the year I was born of nine, 1990, it was Jamie, Jamie, was it Jamie, Janie? Janie's crying. Janie's got a gun. Oh, Janie's got a gun. God, Janie's right. crying. I'm thinking, is, uh, I'm thinking of Van Halen. Van Halen, Yes, yeah. my bad. Okay, Janie's got a gun by Aerosmith. I'm sorry, Steve. Yeah, sorry, my bad. And that was that was the song of my year. And you know what? It's Aerosmith. I mean, Aerosmith's a, a really good rock band. It's really hard to beat them. Yeah, it is. It's it's very hard. So going in, I, I, I kind of, I don't know if it was a little bias or whatnot, because Aerosmith is just such a, an all-time great. But anyway, so my daughter was born in 2020, so I found the song. It was 21 Pilots. Um, I have it wrote down here. Hold on. Uh, I'm sure I've got it wrote down somewhere too, but yep. whether I'm able to quickly pull that up or not. 21 Pilots, Level of Concern. And I've heard 21 Pilots. I pulled up the song. I've never heard of that song before today. And I listened to it for, I don't know, about a minute. I'll give it that. That's that's being generous. <laughs> and I just, you know, no, it's, it's not my cup of coffee. Would you would you say it's not your cup of coffee because it's not rock enough, quote unquote rock, or is it a little bit rock, but it's just not good enough to stand up to Aerosmith? I would say both. Uh, it's it's rock isn't quote unquote what it. I hate to be this old get off my lawn guy, but <laughs> rock ain't what it used to be, and the whole genre I think is changing overall into into something that. It's just it's just evolving and morphing into something different than what we know it as. I mean, you're a little older than me, so you you know it a little better than I do. As far as what was considered classic rock now, like you've experienced it a little longer than I have. So, but 
that I don't like anything past, I don't know, like when I was in high school, I really don't, unless it's my favorite band, because they're still going, but I don't listen to much that's new. It's all 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s, you know, and then the, and it's, as it gets older, it's, it's less and less and less, like it's just a few songs sprinkled in here and there that, from bands that I've liked that started way back in the early 2000s or you know, hell, my band started in 99, so my favorite band started in 99, so. Yeah, I think it's a foregone, well, there's no debate yeah. about the fact that bands that are around for long stretches, their latter efforts are significantly worse yeah. in, in quality than their their first few albums. Yeah. My Most bands, I, I hesitate to say most, but it feels like most, have their best album, it's like one or two. Yeah. And then after that, things tend to kind of drop in quality. For me, for my favorite band, it's their third and fourth albums, or my I, I struggle. They're one 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 and one A for me. Well, and, I know and, one particular band you like that their third or fourth album is the best for me. Yeah, uh, by so, and large. Yeah. So and they're you know they're still they're they're coming out with a new one in June. So yeah, I'm gonna obviously listen to it. But I think that one of the things that can change and that will allow them to do more quality things is is when a band and i'm blanking on this happening and so i can't really black back this up with with facts but i think that when a band change you know a lot of bands will would have a new album out and people will say oh that's different from your old stuff why did you change like that and and i'm one of those people t- typically but Me at too. the same time a band that changes like that that gives them a chance to then come out with something quality again mm-hmm. so more power to you if, if that's what it takes yeah Metallica, they came out with a black album and that was like super awesome and everybody loved it. And then they came out with, I think, uh, Load. Okay, Load's good. But I remember at the time thinking, fuck this fucking dog shit. (laughs) Fuck Load, fuck Reload, and fuck Metallica. And then they come around to, I think, Death Magnetic, maybe what it was. was That was pretty good. I was like, okay, like this is the shit again. What happened to them that re-energized them? So they took a break forever and maybe that was it or maybe they just got all the horse shit out of the way like out of their system because they came out with and and some of these are maybe people's favorite metallica albums but things like garage inc and s&m like i fucking i didn't really care for s&m garage inc had some decent songs wasn't that more of a cover yeah i think it was all covers yeah but uh, other than whiskey in the jar i don't have one that i can they did okay turn the page yeah that one was all right and then beyond that, I piss on all of it. I can't, I can't fucking remember any of it. Yeah. So I, I think we kind of, we took, man, we have morphed this whole shit today. We've, we've turned this musical conversation into a, a whole nother thing. We yeah. turned the daddy issue to a whole nother thing. I know that you wanted to share a couple of facts. You had some fun facts for this particular then and now, or well, at least one. Yeah, I, I have one um, since I'm, a, I'm not a super fan, but I, I do like Aerosmith. I have a cool fun fact, and it kind of goes along with what we're saying about how the rock industry in general is, is or the genre is changing. Everybody loves Sweet Emotion by Aerosmith. I mean, come on, that's a classic. Yeah. Well, in the beginning, before they even start singing, I mean, they might say the sweet, you know, even, well, you know, even before they do that, even it's just the, you know, in the beginning, it's got the, like, it, I don't know, it's like the that weird boing sound almost. You as know? soon as we stop the recording, it's coming on. But anyway... <laughs> Steven Tyler, he said this on Howard Stern, so you can go look this up. Go look it up. I swear, <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it multiple times. Um, look it up. They In the beginning, he hits this thing. 
and it makes the it vibrating, you know, and he hits it three times. And on the third, when he hits it on the third time, it broke. And like he he tells this story, it broke and fell on the floor, and they just said, "Fuck it, leave it in." And if you listen to the song, and when we go back, if we listen to it after, I'll point it out to you, and you'll probably hear it. But on the third time when he hits it, it breaks. And then they get there with all their fancy recording equipment and all their instruments and stuff, and they forget maracas for that song. Well, that song, you would think, would have maracas. It has maracas in the background. You know what that is? The broken thing? No, that's a damn sugar packet he found. And he he got a mic and and sat there and and shook a sugar packet to make the quote-unquote maraca sound in the intro to Sweet Emotion. This is some... So it's, I guess, two little fun facts about Sweet Emotion and Aerosmith. That's cool, yeah. Two little fun facts. I love the audio side of this, how you can do things like that to come up with other things. It's, It's like... It blows my mind and ties into my fascination with these older, well, older than 50s, but these golden age radio shows where they would make you think that they were really in this huge fight, breaking shit all over the room or chasing after somebody on horseback in a a Western. And really, they're just doing like the craziest things to make these these sounds that sound exactly like what you think you're hearing. Yeah. And it's like you said, it's not even always something like logical something that you would think of uh, or that a normal person would think of to to do to imitate it it's like no one would say sugar packet maracas fucking do it yeah but steven tyler did yep and it sounded fucking awesome yeah i really love that inventive side of but that of that would never production. happen now the the artist would if you didn't have maracas he'd pitch a fit till they got you maracas like there's no or if they broke something they would scrap mm-hmm. it and 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 not leave it in the song i mean i'm sure they had to listen back to it and be like oh that sounds so cool leave it in but that would never be an option now if that broke they'd be like scrap it give me another one like halt halt production till we get another one and well nowadays that shit would be on some sort of pre-recorded track oh yeah yeah they would just always use the same thing you know every everywhere they went every show they did Mm -hmm. it would always sound the same because they'd just be using the same shit and he talks about there's more in that if you look it up on youtube he's uh he talks to howard stern more about other stuff but so are you able to find a lot of howard stern shows on youtube just clips okay it's just like if you type in aerosmith or if you type in steven tyler howard stern sweet emotion it'll come up I was listening to another podcast, and then one of the hosts was talking about how he's been watching a lot of Howard Stern, a lot of old Howard Stern lately, and that was reasonably interesting to me because he had some cool guests on it at other points. I went back and listened to a clip the other day. This is nothing to do with music, but supposedly this serial killer called in <laughs> and told them all about how he acted as a serial killer and picked the people he was going to kill, and it was supposed to be real, and supposedly... As far as Howard is concerned, it, it either was real or the guy was putting on a, a really good show hmm. because supposedly Howard wasn't in on it. Hmm. And I thought that there, if that was on there, then there had to be other things to listen to. So yeah. I was hoping that you were going to say, yeah, it's fucking YouTube's got everything he's done. Well, I mean, I'm sure you can. I've seen a bunch of clips of like I've seen uh, Chris Cornell on there before talking way back before he passed about. I mean, everybody cool was yeah, on there. Yeah, and I've I've seen... Hell, I think Metallica just the other day was record or playing. Somebody big was was just performing on Stern the other day. Like they had, well, he is still around. I just think that he's not quite the shock jock that he used to be. Oh, uh, where there yeah. was a lot of interesting things happening. Yeah, like I remember he was on. I don't know if this was really a long time ago, but he used to have that show on entertainment TV or whatever. Oh yeah, and I loved watching that. But it seemed like there was only a, a few episodes just repeated again and again. <laughs> 
So anyways, that's going to do it for the then and now. And we are going to try to bring you a couple more facets of that going forward as far as the fun facts and maybe give you a little bit more to interest you when it comes to that particular segment beyond our ever ever growing list of victors in the in the contest of the of the ages rock music now versus rock music back then and the, as, as you mentioned this is really nuanced because it's not the same rock music no so it's really a matter and of it's our opinion too yeah it's our opinion and it's it's tied into but i mean we do listen to a lot of music and yeah and i listen to a lot of we're not new pro- music we're not professionals or by any means in that but i think that it counts for at least a little bit yeah we aren't just J- Brones coming in off the street that nope. listen to a couple songs. Yeah. Like, we only listen to rock music for, for the most part. For the most part. Like, 90, I do listen to yeah. some some hip-hop, some country music, but it ain't new shit. Nope. When yeah, I, I would say my, my like songs list is like 90... Mm, I'll give it 97% rock or metal. Yeah, there's there's... Like, I can think of off the top of my head one band called Midland. They're a country band that is relatively new, and I listen to a lot of their stuff. Yep. But beyond that, if you're not rock, I don't listen to a lot of the newer stuff because it's just too different. The rap, yeah. the rap music is boring sometimes because they just repeat the same stuff again and again. Country music is more poppy than I like. Yep. So I just stick to the older stuff because you know it's it's just what I what I prefer, and I don't listen to a lot of it because I've listened to it a lot. Yeah. I just. It's what I like, and like we keep talking, them <laughs> like these segments, the old music usually wins. Yeah, and once again, obviously, if we didn't, you know, make it uh, implicit, clear enough. Yeah, Aerosmith won this one. Yes. And spoiler alert: if Aerosmith comes up in a later then and now, Aerosmith's probably gonna win. Or it better be a damn good song. Yeah, <laughs> or you know for a fact that 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 new that newer band is it really came with it, really yeah. came strong. Yeah. So we've come down to the end, and that means we've come down to, I say this, but I really did, this has got to be everybody's favorite segment. Yeah. I used to say this for everything. I look forward to it. But really, it gives me so much. It makes me smile. It ends us on a high note. No matter what kind of, you know, nasty, dark shit we talked about. Didn't we have a dark episode recently, and we were like, hey, we did this kind of thing. At least we're going to brighten it up with a dad joke. I'm sure that... A lot of people would have found our school episode a little bit dark. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was the one. That one had very few laughs spread out through it. So it's always good when you have episodes like that to end it with something funny. (laughs) And I'm glad that you are more than willing to share the newest and hottest dad joke on the market. Give it to us. Love me some dad jokes. Why is Peter Pan always flying? Oh, man. I I don't even know. Some of them I can kind of work out, but I don't. I don't know at all. Because he never lands. Oh wow, he never lands. That one. It's always who comes up with these. Like I feel like I don't know. it's either really smart dads or I don't, <laughs> or really smart smart moms. I yeah. don't. But it, I could. I've never heard a dad joke and think and thought, oh well, I could have did that. Yeah. Like, I could have come up with something that funny. <laughs> no, even though they're all simple and they all make you laugh and they all make you smile. I would not be able to come up with a single one. Nope. Where it's worse than it looks like. It's worse than an impression. <laughs> I I've gathered a little bit of of experience in in those sorts of things, but these dad jokes are just something like that you experience. You can't really partake like a good uh, sports event. I'm not I'm not ever going to be out there throwing that football or or hitting that home run. 
but I can watch it and I yep. can take joy from it. Yep. And that's that's what I do with dad jokes. Mm-hmm. They will always land with me <laughs> uh, because I love them all. Yep. And and we have reached the end of, of the road. We're about to ride off into the sunset. Once again, we thank all you for joining us. You can still hit me up on Twitter if you want, but I uninstalled that app because I just don't use it. Yeah. So you may go a while without a response. I think your best bet now is going to be to use Apple ratings or to use the Q&A through Spotify. And if you want to say something beyond that, we'll read it and we can go from there. Our fans are happy with 100% of what we say and do. (laughs) Seems to be. They have no ideas or questions or complaints they are just perfectly content with every everything we say Mm. and there seems very little interaction to be had at this point but with that being said like i I mentioned before do leave us something on the q a or something on the rating i can only hope that apple will start sending me notifications once we get enough or any ratings built up yeah so that we will didn't know that people are trying to communicate. But I don't think, like I said, that they are. I think that they are simply content to lay back and spread their legs and let us fill them with daddy juice. Yeah. <laughs> and we appreciate that. We are glad that we found people that are so into what we're putting out. <laughs> and thanks again. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. I know some of you were sharing because we got people in other countries. Yeah. I didn't share with those people. No. Nope. I don't know anybody outside of america really so thanks for, really. for spreading that word and I know and, a couple but that's it <laughs> yeah well you're a bit more widespread than i am you've moved around a little bit more yeah you're you're a uh <laughs> transplant <laughs> yeah i was gonna try and think of something clever or funny to say but oh it, it fell flat yeah you're a transplant you've traveled more and you've, you've got more friends you're more popular wow people like you they yeah. don't like me they don't want to be my friend <laughs> uh, i'm just happy that they want to listen to my podcast and keep on listening and keep on sharing, keep yep. on living, keep, keep on, on rating, keep on downloading. Yeah, yeah, please, please download. I think that some places do mix the listens and the downloads, but just to be safe, just go ahead and download it. I mean, if you download it, you can listen to it whenever. And yeah. it's just going to be, you don't even have to search for it through your other podcasts. I know some people listen to a bunch of different stuff. So just, you know, download it. It'll be in your new episodes yep. or your, your saved episodes, whatever it's called on whatever you listen to. And there will be whenever you want us. Mm-hmm. And unlike me, I know that a lot of people do listen to one episode and then skip however many days and listen to another. I'm more of a, I have to stop myself from binging sometimes. <laughs> so it, it surprises me when people aren't exactly like me in every way, shape, or form. But if you download, it's always going to be there at your ready access. And I guess that's better. I don't know. I, I'm not really like concerned with numbers in being better or worse because we're just starting out and even though we're doing well for where you know how long we've been doing it it's best not to focus on that sort of thing yeah just uh, focus on sharing our message just worried about building our library yeah getting our word out yep and getting these these dedicated fans of indeterminate number (laughs) however many they are i really don't i would be awesome if we knew like we have this many but you know, I don't I'm think just it, glad that we have some. Yeah, I don't care. Not not to be mean. I don't care how many. It's just I'm just glad we have some fans. I want to know how many. I want to know the race, genders, emails, and social security numbers, and home address, and home address. I want to know their sexual proclivities. I want to know how many kids they have. 
I want to know a lot of things. And if you could send me that information through whatever form you want to send it, that'd be great. I won't <laughs> share it with anybody that won't use it to the best benefit of the world in general uh, and, and me. So just trust and believe that it will be put to the best use. <laughs> Beyond that, you know, like I said, live, laugh, love, because those people tell me those are good things. They, I, I guess they're supposed to be like things that make you happy. I don't know. I don't do them a lot. But you do them. You do them and, and you, you, maybe they'll work for you. And beyond that, I'm, I'm Corey. I'm Dan. We are YouTube Dads and we will check you later. Check you later. Check you later.